Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadehishadhanine Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripasindubya evacha Patitanam Pavanibyo Vaishnavibyo Namo Hey Krishna Karana Sindhu Vinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tata Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So, um, yeah, we're continuing in the year 2021, and uh, this is the month of January, otherwise known as Mog. It would be probably around the time of Magh Mela in India at the confluence of the Ganga and Yamuna and Saraswati. Mm. So we might want to make a very quick mental pilgrimage, <laughs> Tirtha Yatra, uh, to to the Sangam uh, of Ganga, Yamuna, Saraswati. And as they say in India, take a holy dip, a holy dip. Mm. And come out refreshed and ready for our song with Bhakti Minod Thakur, uh, continuing the Bhakti Pratikul Bhava Varjana Angikara, song number four. It's a striking song, um, which we can read the translation of first. I sometimes do, sometimes forget to. Bhaktivinoda Thakur sings, I am a resident of Svananda Sukhada Kunja and a maidservant of the lotus feet of Radhika and Madhava. 
At the union of the divine couple, I rejoice, and in their separation, I die in anguish. I never look at the place where Chandravali and her friends stay. When I see such a place, it reminds me of Chandravali's gopi friend, Shaibya. I feel pain in my heart when I catch sight of Chandravali's girlfriends, for they are opposed to Radha. Chandravali wants to take away Radha's Lord Hari, thus covering the grove of Radhika with the darkness of gloom. I never look at the faces of those who are opposed to Sri Radha and Govinda's joyous union, nor do I find any pleasure in conversing with those who are opposed to Radha. Bhaktivinoda has enthusiastically entrusted his soul to the lotus feet of Srimati Radharani. So this is uh, high-level bhakti pratikula, we may say. Okay. Excuse me, I'll be back in just a few seconds to close the door. Microphone. This is going to be in uh, Ektal, as they say, or sometimes they say Dutal. In any case, we would say triple beat in English or, um, yeah, three, four, three, four meter. Amito Swananda Sukadabasi Radhika Madhava Charanadasi Amito Swananda Sukadabasi Radhika Madhava Charanadasi Dumhara Milane Ananda Kori Dumhara Biyoge Dukete Mari Dumhara Milane Ananda Kori Dumhara Biyoge Dukete Mani 
Shaki Stali Nahi Harry Nayane Dakile Shaibyake Parayemane Jeje Pratikula Chandra Shaki Prane Dukka Pai Tahare Daki JJ Pratikula Chandra Shaki Rane Dukka Pai Tahare Daki Radika Kunja Andala Kori Loite Chahe Loite Chahe Se Radharahari Radika Kunja Andala Kori Loite Chahe Se Radharahari Shiradha Govinda Milana Shuga Pratikula Chana Naheri Mukha Shiradha Govinda Milana Shuga Pratikula Jana Nahadi Mukha Radha Pratikula Jate Kaja Shambhasane Kabu Nahoyima Radha Pratikula Jate Kaja Shambhasane Kabuna Poema Vakati Vinoda Sri Radha Charane Sampeche Parana Ativa Jatane Vakati Vinoda Sri Radha Charane Sampeche Parana Ativa Jatane Ate Krishna Ate Krishna 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 Hare Hare Ate Rama Ate Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 
Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Go Hare Bo. Nitai go Haribo 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 Amito Sananda Sukadavasi. I am indeed a resident of Swananda Sukada Kunja. And this is referring to Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's home uh, that he built in, just across the Jalangi River from Mayapur in Godrumadvip. And uh, so he's declaring himself a resident of a place, a holy place, perhaps. Uh, intending to say this is not a place uh, appropriate for Chandravali. <laughs> In any case, Radhika Madhava Charana Dasi. It's interesting, he identifies himself not as a Dasa, but as a Dasi in this song. Hmm. Uh, at the union of the divine couple, I rejoice Duhar Milane. Milane means meeting, um, meeting of the two. Ananda Kori, it makes me very joyful. Duhar Viyoge, there's Viyoga, the opposite of yoga, the separation of these two. Dukete uh, Madhi, it uh, makes me die in anguish. I never look at the place where Chandravali and her friends stay. Shaki Stali Nahi Hari Nayane. Shaki Stali apparently refers to the place of Chandravali. Um, Hari uh, means seeing. Hariya. Nayane in the eyes. Dakile. If I would see. <coughs> Then shaibyake paraye mane. It reminds me, mane in the mind, of Chandravali's friend Shaibya, which apparently he doesn't want to remember. And yet there's a bit of a paradox here because he is remembering her, 
in this song. <laughs> ah. I feel pain in my heart when I catch sight of Chandravali's girlfriends. JJ Pratikul Chandrar Saki. Prane Dukkapai. It brings Dukkha um, in, my, in my life. Prana Tahare Deki. Dekiya. Seeing them uh, makes me so disturbed. Radhika Kunja Andhar Koriya Loite Chahe Se Radhar Hari. Chandravali wants to take away Radha's Lord Hari. Hmm thus covering the grove of Radhika, Radhika with the darkness of gloom, Andar Kori. Andara's darkness, Koriya, uh, covering. So covering Radhika's Kunja, uh, Loite Chahe, desiring to take um, Radha's Hari, taking the Lord from Rad, who belongs to Radha. Radhara is possessive form of Radha, Radhar Hari. Shri Radha Govinda Milana Shuka Pratikuljana Na Hari Mukha. I never look at the faces of those who are opposed <coughs> to. Um, let's see, opposed to Sri Radha and Govinda's joyous union. So the sukha, the joy of the meeting, milana of Sri Sri Radha Govinda, <coughs> excuse me, pratikuljana, uh, persons who are against, against that un their union, na heri. Mukha, I don't look in their face. I don't see their face. I avoid their face. Nor, number seven, do I find any pleasure in conversing with those who are opposed to Radha. Radha pratikul jote gajana sambhasane. Sambhasana, in the discussion, Sambhasana. Uh, Jyotek, I think, means anyone uh, speaking against Radha. Kabuna hoi mon. I don't have any regard for them. And then finally, Bhakti Vinod, Bhakati Vinod, Shirad Hacharane. Uh, at the feet of Shiradha, Sampeche, Sampeche, Paran Ativa Jatane, enthusiastically entrusts, this must be the word, Sampeche, his soul, Parana, which is stretched out, Prana, his life, Ativa Jatane. <clears throat> Jatane, I think, is effort in 
in with enthusiasm. Uh, so sampeche may mean entrusting. I think we don't have um, Sugopi with us today to uh, tell us the Bengali. Um, any other Bengali experts with us today? <laughs> okay. So um, it's interesting. Um, as I've mentioned, I think at least once before, there is this pattern in Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Sharanagati that he starts each section with sort of the more external uh, aspect, the more external mood, and he moves toward the more internal. And so in this song, uh, we have uh, the most the most internal. I, my guess is this is the last song of this section, which would make it uh, something like the last song of um, Sharanagati. But then again, if I remember correctly, there should be uh, a series of several songs, like 13 songs after this glorifying glorifying the holy name. In which case, if we come to those, we can say it's the end of Sharanagati, but actually it's the beginning. It's taking Sharanagati as preparation for properly chanting the holy name. Hmm. So... I suppose if we did everything properly, we would be chanting uh, the entire uh, Sharanagati before chanting our rounds. Hmm, that might take a bit long. Srila Bhaktivinodakur Ki Jai. Hare Krishna. Okay, so... We have our translator, translating going on, okay. I see Daitiesha with the beautiful Espanol Castigiano and Kavichandra uh, maybe there somewhere with Polish. And what else? Russian. Samya Karani, are you translating Russian? Wow, okay. Very nice. Yes, yes, she's translating. So, Ditya mm -hmm. Prabhu, Kavishandra Prabhu, and Matija Samya Karani, they are translating into Spanish, Polish, and Russian. Very good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, should I hand things over to you? Dharma Gopta or to you, Dira Lalita? I think Dira Lalita Mataji, she's, uh, she's in charge for Yasipuja uh, offerings, so she's the person for Okay. All right. Um, but today we have um, four devotees uh, for presenting their Yasipuja offerings, and okay. that's uh, Chitra Karuni. First, and Bhakti and Alex, then Bhakti and Claudia, 
She is, yes. Oh, good. Hey, Krishna, thank you, dear Lalita Mataji. So we continue with the VSF food offerings now. Okay. Uh, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. Jashila Prabhupada, Hare Krishna. Dear Guru Maharaj, um, I see you like a lighthouse by the sea on the cliff. And I see myself like a very tiny, tiny little sailing boat, so fragile. I can always see your light, you're always there, and you don't move. Sometimes it's windy, sometimes big waves and storm, rain, even thunders, but sometimes water is calm. But after every day, there comes the night and I can see your light. And I know which direction to look at, even in the complete dark. This little light, but it saves a life. So this is exactly what you are for the lost souls. And I want to be with you till the end of this road. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Short. Short and to the point. <laughs> okay. Now, there, now there's a Bhaktin Alex. She said she would like to read something. And she couldn't do it last week. Yeah. Is she here? I, yeah, I, she's here. Hello. Oh, wow. oh, that's great. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, my humble obeisances to you, Guru Maharaj, on this Yasa Puruja. And I'm honored to be in the, um, the presence of all my God siblings here, even though I'm very new and also very embarrassed. Because last week I heard you say many times, where is Bhakti Alex? Is Bhakti <laughs> Alex here? Is Bhakti <laughs> Alex, where is Bhakti Alex? It was a bit like, where is Wally? Bhakti Alex is missing. So Bhakti <laughs> Alex apologizes because I was doing my day job, which is teaching uh -huh. yoga. Yes. And somebody was unfortunately not very well. So I was taking that place. So I'm sorry okay. for you all searching for me. <laughs> You're forgiven. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ramash. So um, I know a lot of people were very happy to see 2020 go and to vanish and for 2021 to arrive. Um, but personally for me, 2020 was a very auspicious year because I asked to take shelter with you, Guru Maharaj, and you kindly said yes, which I am most grateful for. And I offer all my humble thanks um, and prayers for that. And I also think that every day that we have, even if the year is not fantastic, every day of this life that we have is very precious. So it's a shame to say that it was a bad year, 
because mm. there are always good things as well. And I'm sure there are good things to come in 2021. So I am still um, just a baby in Krishna consciousness, very much. It will only be four years in the summer since I um, became involved. And I'm here in Radhadesh at the moment, actually. So this is nice, mm -hmm. um, which is where I met you. Um, so I take little steps every day, but I am growing. The devotees at Radhadesh, um, they don't correct me quite as much anymore. So they don't move me around the temple or point me in the right direction, which either means that I'm doing things right or that they've totally given up on me. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm hoping it's the first one. Um, so I am learning. Um, and um, I, I believe that I still have a lot of other things to learn. And this year I completed my training with um, the college in my communications course, in my Bhakti Yoga course, and my ISKCON Disciples course. So I've been studying. And with the help of all my brothers and sisters here, during the month of Katik, I was able to get up to chanting my 16 rounds a day, which was a great achievement. And I couldn't have done it without all your kind words. And it was so nice to be part of the group when we were messaging each other. So thank you so much for that. It's it a great thanks. Um, so my, my service to you, Guru Maharaj, is, is just beginning. And as you always very kindly tell me that it's a marathon, not a sprint. I am not the most patient of patient of people, so I have to learn this, this is important. So I will take my time um, and I hope and I know with, the, with you to guide me, I am in good hands and I am in the right direction. Um, I look forward to being the road ahead and to being of service to you and all my sisters and brothers um, and to following the teachings of Srila Prabhupada um, and following the Mercy of Sri Krishna. So I was going to do something. Um, I'm not going to do a play, don't worry. But and I'm not going, I'm going to do some yoga. So I thought you could all join me. Oh. But this is very lighthearted. So please don't take it too seriously. I don't want you to get your yoga mats out and start to do um, Chaturanga Dandasana or Adamukadvanasana or any of these poses. So we will do some face yoga which is very good for our faces. So we have to use our faces for this. Mm. So the beauty of this asana is that you can do it anywhere. You can do it at home, you can do it at work, you can do it on Zoom with your friends, and you can do it with or without wearing a mask. So it's also very COVID friendly. So this is a good thing. So we will start with this very fun, and you have to join me because otherwise it's not so, not so much fun. Otherwise you're just staring at me and thinking, what is she doing? So we start with this very important um, asana for your face. And this one will smooth your wrinkled brow. So if you think you have wrinkles on your brow, this will smooth it. And it's called, yes, we will... <laughs> So it will smooth your wrinkled brow and make you look perfect. So this one is called Surprise Me. And it's very difficult to do, but I will try my best. 
So you try and relax your face. Then you widen your eyes really, really wide, really, really wide without wrinkling your brow. And then you focus your drishti or your point of concentration just in front of you. And you open your mouth like so. So this is surprising. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. And if you can do that three times a day, then you will never have any wrinkles on your brow ever again. Sure. Yes, this is so. And the next one will keep your lips very soft and strong. So it's very good for your chanting as well. And this one is called the Marilyn. So it's very, very easy to do. You take your left hand and you put it under your chin. You purse your lips and you go, mm. and you blow kisses. <laughs> so that's called the Marilyn, as in Marilyn Monroe. So a very important face asana for us to learn. And now the two last ones that I teach you, this is just some fun. I'm not a hugely serious person sometimes, especially when it comes to teaching yoga. So this one will stretch your facial muscles and it will also release tension in your face. Because when we're very stressed, we have a lot of tension in our necks and it all goes into our jaw particularly. So this will really relax that. So you inhale through your nose very deeply and you make a little fist and you squeeze up your face really tight. And then you stick out your tongue and you go, ah! or you can <laughs> growl like a lion. Ah! <laughs> and this one is called lion face. <sighs> and all my students like this one very much. We do it at the end of class. And my last, <laughs> last very humble offering is one that you can do every day, which is very good for you, which is push-ups. And these are very easy push-ups to do. So you just take your little index fingers, you put them by the side of your lips or your mouth, and then you look in the mirror and you do your push-ups. <laughs> and you do that 10 times. So in the end, you have a lovely big smile and you will always be smiling, always. You will be thinking of Krishna and Guru Maharaj and you will be smiling forever. Wow. So thank you so much <laughs> for my time of little fun. And thank you, Guru Maharaj, for, for being so patient and for, for, for just guiding me all this time. Thank you. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you. I must say, I think that was the first time that we've gotten a yoga lesson within a Vyasa Puja offering. <laughs> And it's the first time I hear of face yoga. <laughs> Our next uh, devotee uh, is uh, Batin Claudia from Slovenia. Thank you, Dira Lalita. Hello, Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Um, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Um, Hare Krishna to all devotees. May I say, Alex, I really liked your um, presentation. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Guru Maharaj, um, I would thank you for giving me shelter and accept me into uh, your spiritual family. I'm very grateful to have such a guru. Um, you are very merciful, humble, intelligent, inspiring, and very patient spiritual father. In all these years in Bhakti Yoga, I always was saying to myself that I'm going to find my spiritual guru in my holy, in holy place in India. When I was in Vrindavan, walking barefoot around the beloved Govardhan Hill, I felt in my heart very strong that I'm ready to go deeper with my relationship with Krishna. And you are my chosen guru for helping me to grow and go deeper. By the mercy of the Holy Dham, all doubts dispelled. I'm very grateful for your mercy and thank you. Thank you for my God brothers and sisters for accepting me and helping me in the spiritual family. I already learned a lot from you and I'm still learning. Guru Maharaj, please accept my sincere wishes to you to be healthy and to have a lot of inspiration to write books that I can distribute them to in my salon to all others. I'm really um, looking forward to. So please accept my obeisances to your to you. And I have a, just a small present to you. Um, I have um, a picture that I started to paint 15 years ago and I finished mm. now for your birthday. Um, I start to finish on appearance days of uh, Lord Ram and somehow another I didn't finish because it was meant to you, obviously. So it's uh, like this. I hope it will see. I hope you see. Ah, yes. Ah, very we nice. Hanuman on fire uh -huh. with the tail. Ah. Lord Ram, Sita, ah. Lakshmi. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. And you started 15 years ago to paint <laughs> this painting? Yeah, it was when I, I start to go um, practice with Bhakti Yoga, I I find myself in two ways uh, to connect with Krishna. That is listen to Lilas and to start painting on the appearance day of Krishna. Um, that was my, my meditation then. And every um, painting that I do like this one here, I did mm -hmm. on, on one day. Ah. And this, especially this one, I didn't finish it. Now, it, this is the first one that I didn't finish. It's obvious because um, it's meant for you, Guru Maharaj. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman Kijai. Jai. Nice. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Oh, dear Guru Maharaj, now it's, uh, it's, it's my turn. To, um, oh, okay. To try and read often to you. Um, please accept my humble basis into dust of your divine lotus feet and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. I'm feeling extremely lucky 
that my path as a disciple crossed with your path as a spiritual master 30 years ago. Please accept my attempt to present this Yaskuja offering to you. Your example of Lord Krishna's devotee and Srila Prabhupada's disciple is for, me, is for me the proper one. You are an example of a great soul that understands the real meaning of life. Your exquisite, exquisite talents for writing, singing and preaching glories of Lord Krishna are helping so many people like your disciples, uh, academic world, and anyone who gets in touch with you. You bring holy scriptures to life, and that inspires many to read and study Shastra on a deeper level. On this Vyasa occasion, I would like to thank you for being there for me and all of us, especially in these last nine months, every Saturday, sharing your wisdom and understanding especially Bhaktivinoda goes poetry um, on a very deep level. Thank you very much. As you ask us to reflect on this past year, I wrote a couple of things. Um, uh, visiting the Holidam Marpur early this year gave me a few gem realizations that will help a lot in my future spiritual practice. Um, then the second is reaction to a world spread new virus created in me a fear at first, but then a realization then that I'm not in control at all, even though still trying to be. Um, many years ago, you suggested to me to take up gardening. That I have done now, and I'm very grateful for your guidance. I took your suggestion enter my heart as very important personal instruction. And thank you for that. Um, this year, I was learning a lot about the soil. Just because of the um, carbon dioxide being um, more in the air than in the soil, even though I have very small garden, I have learned um, how soil can capture 40% of carbon dioxide as the plants uh, capture the rest of it. I'm planning to plant mostly fragrant flowers, climbers, and bushes that can be offered to Krishna all year round. Also, I'm still learning about, about growing uh, a different vegetable and fruit without using any chemical treatment, but bio-green options. Gardening helped me to harness my dreamy nature and plan my time better on a daily basis. I've started reading twice a week with two groups of ladies. Now we're pausing it, but we'll continue after this total lockdown is over. Um, as for the New Year's resolution, I was thinking to continue what I'm doing already, but try and improve the quality of my activities in order not to forget my resolution, I wrote it in the 2021 calendar, which I'm now visiting on a daily basis. I find it helpful in refreshing my memory and promises to myself. And um, we also started reading with Jaya Lakshman every day, Srimad Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita and Chaitanya Charitamrita, half an hour each. I mean, each Shastra. 
Um, I will try and make a conscious effort in deepening the quality of my service for the pleasure of yours, of Srila Prabhupada's Krishna and devotees. Now I would like to finish this offering to you with a beautiful sentence that I have heard a few days ago from one devotee singer. And she said, how amazing is that the soul can see much more and beyond than the eyes given to us. Mm. <laughs> Your servant did a little to that. <laughs> can you re thank you. Can you repeat that again? How much more the soul can see beyond the limits? How, the how amazing it is that the soul can see much more and beyond than the eyes given to us. Ah, okay. As she was referring to um, how Krishna um, reveals himself to... Yeah. To, to us through the soul. Yeah. Nice, nice. Thank you, Golomaraj. The eyes of the soul. <laughs> the eyes of the soul, yeah. Very nice. Thank you all so much. So, okay. Um, I was telling some devotees, I'm gradually uh, getting over the mm, sort of overdose of praise <laughs> that comes around <laughs> uh, somehow this type time of year. But of course, the it's also an opportunity for me uh, to exercise the practice of humility and to recognize that whatever qualities, um, whatever praise is there um, is meant for passing on. We are passing it on, passing it up, passing forward uh, to our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, and uh, in this way, up to Krishna and re recognizing where everything comes from, that whatever it is we have, whatever we can do, is coming from Krishna. And uh, Krishna gives, Krishna can also take away. Sooner or later, he will take away <laughs> this body. Um, but uh, the, of course, the the service we do, Krishna never forgets. And uh, so it's an opportunity also for me to feel that uh, I can be something like an instrument in facilitating, encouraging all of your service. And in this way, the, the service... Uh, yeah, in this way, the spiritual world expands because every every time we do something in Krishna's service with even a little bit of a sense that let me do this for Krishna, for his devotees, that is, uh, it's registered, we can say, and it's, it's, a, it's an expansion. 
the spiritual world is always expanding and this is, yeah, we can say this is how it expands, expands by our service to Krishna. And of course, Lord, Lord Chaitanya especially shows us how to do this uh, in this um, special time by chanting Krishna's names, <clears throat> receiving Krishna's names. Chanting is going outward, but actually we are opening ourselves for Krishna's names and in this way, opening ourselves for Krishna. Um, maybe before our surprise guest comes, we were, <laughs> we were just starting last time to speak about um, the Sagara Mantana Lila, and I would continue with that, uh, except that our time is quite short before our guest. Let's see. Um, anyway, uh, just to say, uh, maybe give my own little report of uh, things that I'm up to. The last week, I've been busy with speaking about the pastimes of uh, the eighth canto, the, the Sagara Mantana uh, Lila of the churning of the milk ocean with the devotees of the Bhakti Vedanta course in Mayapur Institute. It's a nice group of around 20 devotees. Um, and uh, we, we churned the subject in interesting ways, I would say. Um, and, well, I'll get back to this, but I want to give a little promotion for online Shastra courses. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I think we'll talk about that with our, our guest. Um, and what else I'm doing, I continue to uh, participate with what's called the um, Revisions Review Panel of the BBT. This is a group of seven of us. We've been appointed by the BBT to uh, look very closely at the revisions that have been done and are planned to be done, the editing of um, Srila Prabhupada's books because there's been a lot of um, criticism for the editing, a lot of controversy. So this has been going on. We've been meeting once every two weeks for two hours uh, since last April, I think. And uh, after lots of discussion about method, how we proceed, and we began working on the first canto because BBT wanted us to uh, work on the Bhagavatam first because they want to reprint the English Bhagavatam. Uh, but then uh, some weeks ago, they came to us and said, actually, we want you to work on Bhagavad Gita 
because we want to reprint the Bhagavad Gita, a special edition uh, for uh, marking 50 years from uh, the publication of Bhagavad Gita in 1972. So they want to have a special edition in 2022. And so, um, please, can you do your reviewing of Bhagavad Gita? Okay, so we started uh, focusing on Bhagavad Gita, and um, but at the same time, we've been drafting uh, a set of principles by which we determine uh, what we consider is acceptable, what we consider needing to be perhaps reverted back to what it was before like that. And that set of principles we've completed and it's been in discussion now with the BBT trustees. <laughs> and uh, they just had a meeting yesterday, which I had to miss because of my teaching duty, but I'll be finding out what they, what they said. And uh, we've come, hmm, I think we're almost finished with our review of chapter one of Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Sometimes just one uh, word or one sentence becomes a cause for long discussion amongst us. Uh, the others in the group are uh, His Holiness Keshava Bharati Goswami, His Holiness Bhakti um, um, not Bhakti Vaibhava Swami, but uh, Bhakti Vigyan, Bhakti Vigyan Goswami, His Holiness Banu Swami, uh, Radhika Raman Prabhu, um, Kalachanji Prabhu, who is a um, professor of English, English literature in America. He's the younger brother of Tamal Krishna Goswami. Uh, and uh, we have Mother Krishna Rupa in Australia. She's a very, very experienced uh, English editor. And um, who else? Myself. I think there's one other. Um, so we're meeting and working on that. It's nice association. The work sometimes is um, challenging. <laughs> And uh, I've also been an associate member of the Shastra Advisory Council of the GBC. And this last uh, Saturday, I gave uh, a presentation, part of a one of uh, eight part presentations. I'm, I only did part six, uh, others are doing other parts of um, a course, this was uh, a pilot attempt, first time teaching this course on Vaishnav, Iskan Vaishnava hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the subject of interpretation. How do we interpret our Shastras in ways which are uh, fruitful for, for deeper understanding uh, for cooperation, 
um, and for for preaching for our mission so i gave one of those presentations um, and we are about to give a presentation to the gbc i've also been asked to give part of that presentation uh, we have completed i can't say i contributed very much to this but we've written a paper on uh, on Gaya, on the chanting of Gayatri uh, mantras and second or Brahman initiation because some questions came up, some issues came up, a bit of controversy came up, some different opinions. So they they assigned um, the the Shastra Advisory Council to research. That's been going on for many months. And now there's a, uh, a paper that we will present, which I think it's something like 200 pages long. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's quite detailed. And if it's approved, then like all the papers of the Shastra Advisory Council, when they're approved and they become available, everyone can read them, they'll be available for download from uh, the GBC website. And uh, one more thing I'm doing is preparing to give a talk on Mahatma Gandhi next, I think it's this next Thursday, uh, for a class in University of Pula. Of course, this will be online. And Rajali Lavati, our our Raja Lilavati, who is professor of history there, is teaching a course um, on modern history and prejudice, the, the problem of prejudice. So she said the subject of Gandhi would be appropriate. And I've been doing a bit of reading on him. And we just saw, again, the film, uh, the, uh, the film Gandhi, which was produced in 1982. It's a quite, I have to say, uh, well done film. And it's available. I think this is one film that we can say is, so to say, sattvic, although there is a good deal of violence in it, some quite disturbing scenes. But if you're ready for that, uh, it's pretty much following history. You can find it on YouTube, <laughs> uh, the film Gandhi. It's about three hour long film. Well, uh, is our mystery guest with us yet? No, I can't see him now. Let me just check once again. No, I can't see him by his name. Maybe other name. Mm. No, I can't see him yet. Uh, okay. Well, then, then we proceed. Let's see if anyone else wants to share anything. Um, show and tell about what you're up to. Um, 
some point, some point I was going to ask um, if Chitrakarni wants to say something about the film she's been working on. <laughs> Would that be something you want to speak on? She's shaking her head. She doesn't want to think about this film right now. <laughs> That's all right. Maybe when it's completely ready for public consumption. Anyway, there's a film in the works. Uh, it's been in the works for some time. It's gradually manifesting, and now we're getting very close uh, to completion about the Bhagavatam. Uh, okay. Anyone else? Something? Um, no? Okay. So then, uh, Kaveri is giving a gesture of typing. <clears throat> um, oh, Chitrakarni says she can't unmute. Okay. Um, you were able to before, but not now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, Rajali Lavati is giving us the preview of the film. I don't know if this is, oh, this is the, is this the Gandhi film? Okay, the Gandhi film, yeah. Good. So there it is. If you want to, I should say, if you have nothing better to do. But I think it's good education. It gives, um, you know, something about the history of uh, in India's independence. It also gives a very nice uh, kind of um, picture of, of a person um, in his mission, which was inspired despite Srila Prabhupada saying that uh, criticizing his interpretation of the Bhagavad Gita, um, he was inspired by the Bhagavad Gita. And so that's interesting, significant. Host does not allow participants to unmute. Um, I think the surprise guest managed to clean the snow from the antenna and connect it. <laughs> okay, so. Does that mean he's here? He's with us? That sounds a little tentative. Yes, yes, Maharaj. Our guest is here with us. Okay, let's have a grand applause. <laughs> Hare Krishna, where is he? I don't see him yet. Please, please manifest yourself. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. There you are, His Holiness Yadunandana Swami Ki Jai, Panchakalpa Trubhyascha, Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanibhyo, 
We started to get a little worried that you weren't going to appear, but now you're here. Yes, I had some difficulty with the connection. And uh -huh. there, here the snow, there are like more than half a meters of snow. I don't know if it has anything to do with the connection, but it was difficult. Half a meter of snow in the middle of Spain? Yes. Wow, okay. I think it's the biggest, the biggest uh, is, uh, snowfall in New Brajanandala since ISKCON bought it in 1979. Wow, okay. <laughs> That's something. So I'd like to introduce you. Uh, His Holiness Yadunandana Swami is uh, one of our pillars uh, of uh, the mission of Srila Prabhupada uh, in Spain, especially based now at Nuvraja Mandala. You, you have, you have uh, taken responsibility as the president there now since, uh, what, more than a year, year and a half, two years? Well, since March 2017. 70, already? Almost oh my God. time flies. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was afraid you were gonna say something like that because you know, in my mind it was like six or eight months ago. <laughs> yes, but it was fast, yeah. Yeah, yes, and Yadananan Swami is, um, for a long time, how many years were you the principal of Bhaktivedanta College? 12 years from 2002 to 2014. And you survived to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah, I think it su survived because I had a wonderful association of excellent devotees like you, Maharaj, and many devotees from the Oxford Center for Vaishnava and Hindu Studies, uh, Shona Karishi Prabhu and Radhika Raman Prabhu, Gopinathacharya, Prabhu Anuradha, and others. Mm. I think that that Sangha kept me, made me survive the, the time <laughs> at the college. Yeah. Very happily. <laughs> and of course, Sri Sri Radha Gopinath. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Yadunandan Swami is the author of, as far as I know, three books. Uh, and uh, I think your most recent book is Narutam Shiksha. Is that right? Yes. Narutam Shiksha. Uh, uh, Bathing in the pristine waters of Srila Narottam Das Thakur's teachings. That's the subtitle. I admit I have not seen it uh, yet, except the front cover. Uh, then there's a, uh, a book, which is a kind of jour uh, journal of your own experience called Govardhan Journal. 
from your time, which year was this that you spent at Govardhan? 2013. 2013. How, for how long was it? I was there for one month doing a retreat. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. I decided to write a diary. Also, to, to be frank, uh, that I published together with this book, Vaishnava uh, Sanyasis in Modernity. Oh, at the same time. On, yes. And because the, the topic of the, the study on Sanyasi Niskon yeah. would be controversial, and I didn't know how it would be received. I thought, yeah. let me publish it together with Govardhan Journal. <laughs> I see. I, I think it will be like kind of more balance, <laughs> a balanced presentation. So if anyone calls you on the carpet, you can wave Govardhan journal and say, no, 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 it's not like this. <laughs> yeah, so I was just going to say, you're uh, the third book, or perhaps one of two simultaneous, is your book, Sanya. Uh, let's see, the full title. I wanted to get, I have it here. One second. <clears throat> oh, yes. The Lives and Challenges of Vaishnava Sannyasis in Modernity, a Study of the Renounced Order in ISKCON, which is uh, basically your master's thesis, which you wrote for the University of Wales, which at that time was in Lampeter. Am I right? Yes, Maharaj. So at the same time that you were the uh, principal of Bhaktivedanta College, you were a, you were a student uh, yeah. doing your master's course. And uh, well, since you mentioned some anxiety that uh, you may get some flack for this book, now I should ask, um, what has been the response? I was pleasantly uh, surprised, I will say. I thought that the reaction will be that, that it could be, be considered a, an unnecessary criticism. I thought that some leaders may not like it, but I, I, I have been very pleased that it was well received. Mm -hmm. The feedback I got has been favorable mm -hmm. and only the criticism I got is that one Sanyasi kind of question why you didn't interview me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you interview me. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> yes, because um, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the sort of uh, core, the center of this book is your interviews and uh, the responses you got. In particular, my understanding, it seems, is there's a context to this book, which is that um, in previous years, there was quite an, quite an exodus of sannyasis from their vows, 
in ISKCON, especially in the 1980s. And it seems to me your sort of driving question, at least for yourself in the book was, why was this happening? Mm-hmm. Yes, Maharaj, yes. Well, actually, yes, as in every, or in most of the books, there was an important autobiographical element in the study because mm-hmm. I thought I want to do my, my dissertation, so I should do it, do it do it on a topic that will be useful for me as a person. Mm-hmm. At that time it was a brahmachari in the Sanyas waiting list. I think it was, I took Sanyas in 2009, and I think the, the, the book was published after that. So I did, part of the study was done as a brahmachari, and part of the study was done as a sannyasi. Mm. And, and the, the crucial question was that I saw that many devotees much more uh, committed to Srila Prabhupada's missions than me, and very, very powerful, meaning in, in terms that they were pioneers in establishing the movement, for example, in, in Europe or in Russia and other places, they had given up their responsibilities as sannyasis. So I felt I need to learn from them and from, from other devotees who are sannyasis what to, what to do and what, went, what they went through so that my journey as a sannyasi can be better. Otherwise, if I, don't, if I don't learn from them, and I think I'll do it better yeah. without consulting them, uh-huh. that... Learn, learning from their mistakes. Yes, or their successes, both. So mm-hmm. therefore, they, I interviewed sannyasis and ex-sannyasis, mm-hmm. and then got uh, feedback from both of them. Mm-hmm. Both groups, I mean. And um, it's been a while since I've read it, but as I remember, you <clears throat> you came uh, you put you brought forward as a result of all these interviews ten specific reasons why sannyasis were giving up their sannyas vows. Is that right, or were there more? Yes, ten. Ten. Uh. ten. Ten factors, we call them, yes. Ten factors, yeah. Yes, and uh, I was asked to facilitate uh, the, what is what was it, uh, the sannyas candidates um, um, sangha in Mayapur one year. And it was um, soon after your book came out and you managed to organize that uh, we got copies of your book and all the sannyas con- candidates got a, every, each one got a free copy of your book. That was so nice. And then we discussed uh, much of the content in that, in that course. 
So I think uh, I think it's been a significant service that you did by that <laughs> for our society. <laughs> Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. I thought also when I wrote it, I it was a, a combination of thinking of myself as a as a person mm. and also thinking of the movement because I had seen yeah. like for example I was initiated by a Sonal Acharya in in the late 70s, who gave up sannyas. And I saw the after effects, the, the effects that, that took place in the Spanish Yatra, mm. quite devastating. And then later on in the 90s, we had another GBC who was also sannyasi who gave up. And also that had another impact 10 years after. Mm. So naturally there was that concern was there that we should learn from our history so that we minimize as much as possible this to, to happen in other yatras. Mm, yes, learning from history so that history doesn't repeat itself. Yes, yeah, so Maharaj, I was thinking, uh, since you've been so much involved in uh, education, in facilitating education in ISKCON, it didn't stop with uh, being principal of Bhaktivedanta College. I know you've been uh, organizing and conducting so many uh, Shastra courses, uh, I guess mainly in in Spain. I should mention, um, now I'm going a little back and forth, up and down, but it, I just remembered um, not so long ago you visited Cuba. Yes, I have been in Cuba, I, I think three times already. Oh. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, it's interesting, Maharaj, you're bringing up Cuba. Uh, to the discussion because yesterday I had a, a Zoom meeting with uh, His Holiness Bhakti Marga Swami, who mm. is the GBC for Cuba, oh. and His, Holi His Holiness Guru Prasad Swami, mm. who is now becoming a co-GBC for Cuba. Ah. And they, they, were, they were asking me to become Donald's Sonal secretary for Cuba. <laughs> I I politely declined. I uh, I did I I I did say I, I I'm willing to help because we made some connections with devotees there, but didn't see in the middle of this pandemic to become Sonal secretary for Cuba. <laughs> I don't see how it fits with. I'm in Spain for one year, barely traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even my, I had a ticket for going to Cuba in, in last March, and it's still pending for when I'll go again. Yeah, yeah. So do we have devotees in Cuba? Yes, there are about uh, 50 to 50 devotees or so approximately. Wow spread around the country, mm -hmm. about half of them or maybe even 
more initiated devotees. Mm -hmm. People are very friendly. Mm. They, when they, they see a, a Hare Krishna monk on the street, they stop and they ask, who are you? What are you doing? Very, ah. very nice, very nice. So devotees can practice openly there. Uh, they can uh, do public kirtan and so on. Uh, officially not, but when they have done it, the police didn't stop them. Like one, one oh. day we went out to, <laughs> one day we went out on Harinam to, uh, what do you call this place? It's a, I know I forgot the name, um, Baradero. Baradero is a very touristic place in Cuba. So the, the um, people from the army, soldiers from the army were policing the street. So we asked permission, can we sit in the park and chant some, some yoga mantras? These are some songs to invoke nice, uh, nice vibrations. We told them something like that, not too religious, like mm -hmm. I'm more on the yoga line. And they said, yes, sure, you can do it. So we did it and there was no, no problem. So, <laughs> so, so, so generally they don't, they, they don't harass the devotees, but the movement is not legally registered yet. Right. Well, it's a good start, it sounds like. Very good. So, um, I wanted to try to sort of, <clears throat> we say in English, pick your bra brain about, um, about education in ISKCON, um, especially formal education. Uh, you struggled for 12 years to encourage people to uh, take up courses and programs in Bhaktivedanta College. Uh, you managed at some point to get uh, Bhakti Shastri as part of the official curriculum for the um, uh, for the course in uh, theology and religious studies, which was uh, in affiliation with University of Chester, and uh, I think. Shastra teaching is close to your heart, isn't it? Yes, Maharaj, very much, yes. Yes, we started with Bhakti Shastri in Spain in the 90s, and then we were involved in the, in the VTE initiative with Chonaka Rishi Prabhu, Rasamandala Prabhu, and all the Oxford team, Anuradha Devi, and yeah, it was very nice. Mm -hmm. and, and yes, I, it, it is something I like to do, even like now during the pandemic, we were having Bhakti Shasti here in New Prajamandala, and we were combining the on-site uh, Bhakti Shasti classes, uh, broadcasting it online to that devotees from other countries, Spanish-speaking countries, could participate if they 
they wish it. Mm -hmm. It was a nice experience. We were doing reading of Srila Prabhupada's Bhakti Shastri books and then having the, the class exploration for each topic. Hmm. Um, can, you, can you say more or less how many, how many devotees in Spain have completed Bhakti Shastri and completed everything and got the, the certificate, the degree? Actually, not that many, but we have 29. And I, I happen to know that because recently I wrote to Bhaktarupa Prabhu because the, I needed that information for some. There is a proposal from my GBC representative, His Grace Ridai Chaitanya Prabhu, for that. Uh, and also coming from the Spanish National Council, that they start giving initiations. And for that, they are asking different questions. So I needed that to present to the GBC committee who is studying mm. um, the proposal. And actually only 29, we have much more in Bhaktivedanta College, many more to Bhaktishastri. They are Bhaktishastri graduates. I realized that this is so because here we have mainly taught Bhaktishastri part-time because I have been traveling and also I spent a number of years, a considerable number of years in Belgium. But it's 29 devotees. Mm -hmm. I'm asking because uh, just yesterday I was informed that um, since since Bhakti Shastri has been has has started being taught here in Poland ten years ago, being taught in Polish language. Um, however, many have taken the course. Not one of those have completed. Uh, the course and taken the degree. Not one. Uh, there are some devotees here who have taken Bhakti Shastri from other, from Mayapur, from Vrindavan, uh, from maybe Radhadesh also. Uh, the estimate is there may be 10 or 12 devotees here who have done that, but not one. <laughs> who has taken here and completed. And I'm, I'm wondering why that is. Well, one possibility, I, I can relate to it because in Spanish people and Polish people, they have some similarities. I mean, they are different, but there are some similarities in that, for example, they like to go and listen to the classes and participate. But when it comes to take the examination, they, they are not so fond of it. That, that was my impression. It happens in Spain. I have taught many Bhaktisastri classes here. Yeah. And we have many who like to come to participate as listeners. Yeah. And they, 
they are really into it in the discussions, but when it comes to a formal study and do the examination, they are hesitant to do it. And I'm also probably in, in Poland, most probably Bhaktavaskovinda Prabhu, who, who unfortunately passed away some years ago, mm. started with, or was a, a, a key player in the yeah. in promoting Bhaktisasti courses in Poland. And since he, since he, Krishna took him, took him from, from us, so he couldn't follow up and, and encourage the bodies to finish. Here in Spain, I was kind of pushing in the back, okay, finish, and <laughs> I'm a bit insistent. Uh -huh. So that's sometimes necessary to have a person who kindly insists, insisting the bodies to complete their studies. Someone who's pushing and pulling, come on, you can do it, you can do it. <clears throat> Yeah, I was thinking of that, but I was also wondering what what are the other uh, what other reasons? Um, there seems to be um, seems to be a lack of motivation. I mean, when you go to university, you know, you're, you're investing you're investing a lot of time and energy and possibly also money. And uh, you're you're doing it with a lot of motivation to finally conclude uh, with with a piece of paper that says I did it. <laughs> um, we don't seem to have that culture. Of course, it could be because we don't offer jobs like people go to university to get a degree so they can get a job. Um, when when we complete the Bhakti Shastri degree, there's nothing like, okay, now what? Uh, oh, you completed Bhakti Shastri, jai. <laughs> yeah. So this, this maybe needs some, uh, some thinking, how to, how to bring more motivation for Shastra. I just always think about that letter that Srila Prabhupada wrote uh, in 1969, I think. Some say, oh, that was 1969, so that was a long time. You know, he didn't really pursue it that much later. Um, but it, he said, we'll have Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Vaibhava, Bhakti Vedanta. And maybe by 1975, or hopefully, or... Uh, he, he said in a very positive way, by 1975, that was would be six years after the thing, the program started, or even less. Um, all my students will have Bhakti Vedanta and they can become guru. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So probably we need to connect more the Bhakti Shastri with the mission and with um, a way of making a living. Like for example, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually it happens like other religious communities say, for example, some Christian organizations, 
people who study, they become priests and they take care of their congregation and they're maintained by the congregation. And that's established yeah. that the pastor or the priest will be maintained by the congregation and, and they will serve them by taking care of their spiritual needs. Yeah. So maybe we need that just a thought there. I don't know what you think, Maharaj, about that. Um, yes, I'm, I'm always remembering when I uh, went back to university after finishing my undergraduate degree, then I was admitted to Graduate Theological Union in Berkeley, California, USA. And this was called Graduate Theological Union because it was a consortium. It was a group of nine uh, seminaries. They were all Christian seminaries. Plus they had some uh, sort of research centers affiliated. Um, and many of those students were, um, were being trained uh, to become ministers and priests in their uh, denomination, whatever it was. It was a, many different seminaries from different Christian groups, both Catholic and Protestant. Um, but there, many of them, not all, but many were training to become qualified as ministers and priests. And many of them were pursuing a degree called Master of Divinity. And in order to be qualified in their own uh, institution, they needed to have this degree. And then if they had the degree, then <clears throat> they, could, they could practice. They could be, uh, yeah, something like being a, you know, you, you get a medical degree, then you're a practicing, um, a practicing physician. So uh, it was interesting to see. And they were, you know, very focused. Uh, they were getting very good training. I could see that. Um, all kinds of training in theology. They were getting training in um, giving sermons. Uh, they had specialists in all these different fields. Uh, so something like that is seems to be needed. And we've talked about this in the Bhaktivedanta College, the original idea in Bhaktivedanta College uh, was to train ministers. That was the idea. Yes, and one of the challenges we found at the college was, that, was concerned with placement of the students when they graduate within ISKCON. And that was one of our challenges. Yeah. In, so, and therefore, we didn't get more students. Like, say, for example, if, if for some a devotee to become a temple president or to have a position of leadership in ISKCON, we'll need a Bhaktisastri diploma or a, a college degree 
Vaishnava theology and religious studies degree, then naturally uh, there will be more students inclined to do it. So I don't know if we need to do a campaign to convince who the BBC body or whoever yeah. decides to, to, to make Bhakti Shastri a requirement for more things within yeah. this. I, I suppose that will come in course of time. Now the, now the main qualification to be anything is uh, that one shows a little bit of material qualification for the job. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, so now you are doing Bhakti Shastri course to, in... Um, in Nivraja Mandala, and is um, Bhakti Vaibhava going on at all in Spain or Spanish language? We we have we uh, have a small group uh, which of, of devotees who who is studying Bhakti Vaibhava, but also it has kind of we the group was and only five devotees. So I was tutoring them and giving classes part-time. And one of the challenges of teaching the, these long courses part-time, maybe now with online Zoom resources may be different, but in the past has been that sometimes devotees change their place of residence. So from yeah. the group of five, I ended up having two, co two committed students who are in the fifth canton now. Uh -huh. <laughs> but also one of them is half of the time he's living elsewhere. So it becomes difficult. <laughs> we have to match the schedule. There is schedule and my schedule. I think we're going to end online because yeah. otherwise we won't finish it. So a very small group. We did, we did offer the first and second canto. We call it Pada Padma course, like the first part of the Bhakti Bhai Baba mm. in Barcelona. Uh, two, three years ago, we ended. But most of the devotees who participated, they were interested only in the Sangha, but not in the examination and the title, like the Polish <laughs> The same story. Speaking of Barcelona, is your brother still there? The, uh, is he still the president of the temple? He's not the president anymore. He oh. is for the last, but he was president. I think he did his quota. He was there 25 year plus president. Wow. Yeah. He's from Barcelona. Uh, his name so, again, Godruma? Gundicha. Gundicha, oh yeah. <laughs> so for all, all everyone else here, uh, Yadunandan Swami has younger brother, isn't it? His elder brother. Oh, he's the elder brother. Okay, and they're both uh, both Vaishnavas. Very nice. Um, he he joined he joined his con after, but he's the elder brother. Actually, my father gave an argument. When he was going to join the temple, was trying to convince him how 
Hope come. How you, you're going to follow you younger. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, anyway, back to uh, these Shastra courses, I just wanted to mention uh, just this last week, I was teaching the uh, portion, one portion of the Bhakti Vedanta course organized by the Mayapur uh, Institute of Higher Education. Uh, there about 20 students and we had a two and a half hour session each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it went very well, I would say. Um, everyone was steady in attending. Uh, they, I think they were all there each, each day. So, the point being that uh, to do these courses online may indeed be the solution. Yeah, yes, I think so. Yes, Maharaj. We are going to start here in, in Spain to offer courses online in a Spanish language. Uh, and we decided for this year we will start a Bhaktishasti program uh, via Zoom because I also taught for the Mayapur Institute, a section of the, of the seventh canto. And I saw how it worked and I, I was very happy how it, how it went. So mm -hmm. I thought I can do that with, with Bhakti Shastri in Spanish. Yeah, very good. Now I want to suggest, I want to ask um, the devotees here, if any of you have a question for His Holiness Yadunandan Swami. And I'm thinking particularly, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but uh, I'm thinking especially those of you who have not done Bhakti Shastra yet, to uh, see, to ask Maharaj to give you some inspiration for doing it, but you need to individually ask him. So I'm looking for the first volunteer to confess that I haven't completed Bhakti Shastri yet. Oh, here comes Kavari. Okay. Hi, Krishna. You speak Spanish, so you can do it with sí. us. You can sí. be our first student. Sí. <laughs> my, my main impediment, I've been longing to do this and I'm very, very ashamed actually because my main impediment is that I never been able to stay in one place for long to do a, a seminar, a course or anything. But I, I, I'm very encouraged by you saying that it will be also in Spanish, which I hold very dear. I, I feel I can express better myself in Spanish, mm -hmm. so I, I, that already kind of like made it. I would like to know where can I find out when this is going to be launched in Spanish, the online uh, Bhakti Yes, Shastri. I can write in the chat, I can write my, my email address, 
and you can email me and I'll, I'll put you in touch with the person who will run the, the, the registration of the, for the course. And I think we will do it, we will start in March. This is what we are targeting for. Okay. Thank you so very much. It's a, you're already an inspiration. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, so anyone else? We yes. start. We recruited one for Bhakti Shastri. Yes, we recruited one Bhakti Shastri student, Jai. <laughs> now, um, for the others, don't feel that the qualification is that you speak Spanish. We're talking generally now. There are other uh, Bhakti Shastri programs. Um, so, um, but maybe you just need a little friendly nudge from Yadunandan Maharaj, who has been teaching Bhakti Shastri. How many years since you started teaching it, Maharaj? That was in 90, I became a Bhakti Shastri grader in 94. So since that time, we started uh -huh. organizing a course. I don't have the records because in those years, we didn't use computers like now. Yeah, keeping, yeah. The files and security copies. Yeah, yeah. But I know it was in the mid-90s when we did the first. Yeah, so, so something like 25 years in any case, huh? That's quite something. Okay, everyone else is being a little shy, I guess. We do have some questions uh, on the chat. I should bring up um, Dira Lalita, what is the main reason in your own opinion for devotees leaving ISKCON and how can we all help in preventing this? <clears throat> what comes to mind and to her is a lack of personal care. I think that's the main, the main thing, because we have a very profound philosophy, but people don't live only from philosophy. People need also personal care and friends. Uh, I remember I heard from His Holiness Ayurveda Maharaj, he, he mentioned people need friends. Mm. So, so that's, it's very important this this aspect to have the good friends. Yeah. Yeah, as simple as that. <laughs> Certainly that's a major, major consideration. Um, maybe more generally we want to say that we all need nourishment. And the nourishment is of uh, various kinds, spiritual nourishment, but also social nourishment. Um, actually, Bhaktivinod Thakur says that. Psychological, social, all these needs are there. And if something's not being fulfilled, then um, naturally people go looking for it somewhere else. 
Um, anyway, it's a big that's a big topic. Do you want to add something? Yes, only one thing I'd like to share. Yes. Uh, Maybe relevant to, to the, the question uh, and to what you mentioned, Maharaj. The, the, here in New Brajamandala, we developed, we wrote, um, or we're in the process of finalizing a vision, mission statement for the project. And one of the key words is sustainability, which is, is very much uh, valued in the contemporary world in different in different settings, and we identified four areas of sustainability, which could apply also not just to the community but to individuals, to ISCOM members. One is spiritual sustainability. Another is social, social and cultural response uh, sustainability. Another is financial, very important also, how do I make a living and in a way which is compatible with, with Krishna consciousness. And because here it is a farm, environmental, mm. related to ecological principles and so on. Yes, that's very nice. Um, so applying, applying in uh, individual and collective dimensions. That's very good. Yeah, sustainability is kind of a buzzword nowadays as, as, as the world goes on trashing the planet, <laughs> making everything as un unsustainable as possible. Uh, we're all after sustainability. That's good. Um, there is also a question from Usha. Do you want to explain your question, Usha Mataji? My obeisance is Guru Maharaj. Likewise, it's nice to see you. Nice yes. to see you, Maharaji. We, yeah, we, we met in the school in Krishnavanti. That's right. Ah. That's yes, right, Maharaji. Yes, yes. Guruji, Maharaji Pradam, and obeisances to you. Maharaji, my question was, do we have a, a, a basic expectation of uh, some study of our scriptures uh, for those who, are who have aspirations to be initiated? Or is it, uh, is, is it kind of purely voluntary as to what one, um, uh, what one acquires in terms of the Shastra knowledge uh, in readiness for initiation? Is there a mandatory mm -hmm. curriculum of some sort that is a basic expectation that we would inform ourselves uh, and, and read and... What? In terms of our what spiritual is, guidance. What, what ISKCON has for, as mandatory for devotees who wish to take first initiation is the ISKCON Disciple course. It's a very simple curriculum, actually. It's a, it's a simple course, but that's mandatory. And for second initiation in Europe, 
actually Bhakti Shastri is compulsory. I don't know how strictly the temple presidents are applying that, but it is compulsory in Europe. Many times also spiritual masters ask their disciples to complete certain courses. But for first initiation, the only mandatory course is the ISKCON disciple course. Uh, and I might add that <clears throat> that is additional to uh, the, the very minimal requirements that Srila Prabhupada gave for initiation, which was simply uh, to ch chant Hare Krishna mantra 16 rounds per day and follow four regulative principles. He made no other specifications than that. And also for second initiation, the Brahman initiation, he made no uh, further restrictions. The qualification was that one should have already been initiated first initiation uh, one, I think it was one year before, maybe it was six months at one time. Anyway, it became one year. And this is something which we came to consider in our Shastra Advisory Council discussion about second initiation. Uh, and it's in the paper that we're about to present that actually we have to be careful about this. Are we instituting things which uh, are sort of going beyond uh, what our founder Acharya gave us? And at the same time, we want to encourage devotees to become more qualified in so many ways. Um, so what what is actually minimal for the society as a whole and what uh, how much choice how much freedom is there for an individual guru to make uh, particular prerequisites that's a bit of that's all part of the discussion our society is still very much in the beginning stages i would say we're still you know first second generation third generation starting. <laughs> yes. Uh, Gokulananda Hari says he's um, doing Bhakti Shastri only by my order. <laughs> he's blaming me. <laughs> Says otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> In order to be qualified for second initiation, I said he should do it. <laughs> oh dear, I'm being put on the spot here. That should be more than enough motivation to do it. No? If the guru, God's representative, God is speaking to you, tells you, you do like the Shastri, just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am trying to I am trying to encourage all shishas to do bhakti shastri, not for some, you know, if you do this, then you get that, but simply because it's good for 
uh, understanding, for, for becoming more, um, yeah, as, we, as Prabhupada would say, more fixed in our uh, understanding, in our theology, in, our, in what Krishna is teaching and what we represent. If we don't know what Krishna is telling us, um, how can we, how can we be peaceful? <laughs> I have so, one idea, Maharaj. Oh, I have one idea. We should make a yes, teacher. We should make a teacher, Bhakti Shastri course, and then write. Just do it, and have it in many different languages. Ah. Oh, that's an idea. Maybe you should suggest that to Atul Krishna Prabhu. Okay. He's he's uh, he's he's running the standards, whatever it's called, that committee, right? Board of Examiners. I'm a member of that board. Okay. So well, you're on the board. Then then it's a done deal. <laughs> I'll mention it. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Okay. Well, Maharaj, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, be with us and share with us and inspire us. We always end at this time. I'd like to keep, keep the time because uh, that's uh, part of being regulated, we may say. So, yeah, thank you so much. And sometime we may pester you again. <laughs> thank you very much, Maharaj, for inviting me to this wonderful Sangha. And thank you to all the devotees present. Many devotees. Yes, we're a good, good, good crowd from few, few different countries, including Argentina. We have Mexico. We have... Uh, Russia, we have, yeah, different countries in Europe, America. Spain, Spain. Spain. Tirtaraj in Spain, yes. <laughs> so actually, it's nice. We can come together. I started doing this once every Saturday when, when the lockdown started back in whatever it was, April, I guess. So... Yeah, that's good. Okay, so I will say thank you all. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda ki jai. Gora Premanande Hari Hari Bo. Have a wonderful week. Chant and be happy. And think about how to do Bhakti Shastri. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maharaj, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, thank you.